You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The Holy Spirit is the divine third person in the triune God. We can know Him, experience Him, and fellowship with Him. Learn more about this truth in week one of our series, Make Room. We are starting a brand new series today, and this is going to run for six weeks. And we, we are really excited. We're praying that um, not only in our gathering here, but as you go back to your house, to your work, um, wherever you God placed you, that we, we are praying that this is going to some, something that was going to affect whatever it is that you're doing and will affect your walk with God. We are going to talk about um, the Holy Spirit. And this is one of the doctrines or teaching in the Bible that we can understand but not fully comprehend. And I'm sure all of us, meron ho tayong mga bagay that we can understand uh, some of our gadgets and technology. We can understand we are using it, but we can't really comprehend how the parts and all of these things are working together in order for us for this to work or to happen. And the Holy Spirit is one of the doctrines in the Bible that we can talk there. It's revealed. That's why we believe. Uh, but really, we cannot fully comprehend how there can be three persons in one God. It's called the mystery. Mystery is something that is hard to understand, something that is hard to explain. And uh, even in our own church, marami pong misteryo na nangyari na sa simbahan na to. No? I can just show you some examples. There's, there's many, but I can only show you three. First one, uh, one of the mysteries we have here in church. Ayan. Ayan. <laughs> Grabe, hanggang ngayon ho, talagang hindi namin mapaliwanag, no? Si Francis uh, marrying Pam. Here's another mystery. Uh, one of the mysteries in church, Pastor Larry, with with yet uh, and the greatest mystery of all is my boss, <laughs> Pastor Dennis and Tommy. Uh, maybe you're wondering, but wala yung picture mo dyan, Pastor. Baka ma-offend yung wife ko. So, <laughs> pinaalam ko yan kay, ano, ano, Pastor Dennis, mahirap na mawalan ng trabaho. But uh, we have mysteries, things that are hard to explain and to understand. And so what we're going to do today in the next five weeks, we're going to look at the Bible and see what the Bible reveals to us about the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about the person and the power of the Holy Spirit and how is this important to us as Christians. In fact, you cannot be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. You cannot follow Jesus and you cannot do the things that God is calling you to do without the Holy Spirit. Now, there is an interesting verse in the Bible in Acts 19. This is not yet our main text. Just trying to lay down the importance of our series. Acts 19 verse 1 to 2, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? The gospel spread so rapidly that it reached uh, different kinds of people. And Paul was trying to meet all these disciples and putting foundation in their faith. And here's one of the most important foundations and teaching. He said, have you received the Holy Spirit? And said, we have not even heard 
that there is a Holy Spirit. You know, I grew up hearing about the Holy Spirit. I grew up mentioning the name of the Holy Spirit. How many of you here, every time you pray, you mention the Holy Spirit? Okay? Signing of the cross, right? Uh, In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I grew up with that tradition, but never really understanding who the Holy Spirit is and why I need the Holy Spirit. I just went through the motion. I just copied what I heard but not really understanding the significance of this in my own walk with God. And so it's important that now that you're a Christian, you don't just carry that tradition and you don't just follow the religion, but you have to understand, is this just a concept or idea or is this something that will change my life? Is this something that will affect my day-to-day life? Because Christianity is not just going to church every Sunday. How many of you here, you enjoy going to church every Sunday? Sana naman, ano? How many of you, you're learning every Sunday? I mean, I love the fellowship. I love the, us worshiping together. But there is more to Christianity than just going to church. There is more to Christianity than just having a good family and uh, just being nice to people. Christianity, the gospel brings revolution. Uh, As we've said that we are saved not just for us to go to heaven. That's That's not even the major discussion with Jesus and the disciples. He's talking about the kingdom. And when he talked to his disciples, he said the kingdom of God is near. They're waiting for a different kingdom, a different idea of kingdom where the Romans will be, uh, the, the reign of the Romans will end. The Jews will reign again into power, just like during the time of David and Solomon. And Jesus will reign as the ruler, as the king of kings. That's their idea. They're waiting for it. But Jesus said, no, you're, you're missing it. The kingdom is already here. And the kingdom is advancing. And we're part of that. There is a kingdom to advance. There is a gospel to preach. There are people to be saved. And we have a role to play. As Christians, God involves us in what is doing in the world today. That's why Christianity is not a boring life. It's a call to the greatest adventure of our life. We're called to something bigger than us. But it's not possible without the help of the Holy Spirit. So... Uh, That's what we're going to talk about. And today we're going to start this series by talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible with you, uh, we'll read from John 14, starting in verse 12 to 17. It says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. How many of you like that promise? That when you pray, your prayer will not be in vain. That your prayer will be heard and God will respond to your prayer. And verse 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And uh, obeying God is always about love. It's not about duty. And it's not about our ability. Can I do that, Lord? The real question is, do you love God? Because if you love somebody, you will find ways. Ilan sa inyo dito na in love na kayo? How many single people do we have in this room? Can you please wave your hands? 
and look around? You know, I, I mean, all of us experience feel, uh, being in love. And if you're in love, kahit wala kang pera, nagkakapera. Kahit pagod ka, lumalakas. Kahit may galit, family members, or there are people against the relationship, you fight for the relationship. So love is powerful. It's always an issue about love. Do you love God? Because Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. And here's what I really, where I really want us to focus. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even, even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. Lord, we pray that you will anoint your word. We pray that your word will create a desire, a hunger, a thirst in our heart to know you and to experience the Holy Spirit in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, John 14, I like uh, what John said. He said, whoever believes in me. How many of you here, you believe in Jesus? You have faith in Jesus. I like that Christianity is not rocket science. It's not complicated. In fact, Jesus said, if you want to receive salvation, if you want to do greater things, that's the, the context. The only requirement is for you to believe. It's not for you to have this uh, all kinds of knowledge about the Bible. It's good for us to grow in our knowledge of the Bible, but it's not a prerequisite in order for us to experience God or His destiny and plan for our lives. He said, whoever believes in me, whether you are new in the faith and you still have struggles and issues and you're thinking, hindi pa ako leader, bago lang ako, there are things that God is working in my life. I want you to know God is also doing Things work in my own life. I still have issues. I still have struggles. So we are in the, same, in, in the same league. And Jesus said, whoever believes in me, whether you're a leader or not, you've been in Christianity for 20 years or just 20 hours, if you're in Christ, this is for you. Whoever believes in me, regardless of your age, educational background, economic status, it's faith. It's about faith. And he said, whoever believes in me will do greater works. You know, Jesus came for two reasons. One is to die on the cross so that you and I can have a way to be saved and for our sins to be forgiven. But that's not the only reason why Jesus came. Not only to die on the cross. He stayed here for 33 years. He wore our clothes, ate our food, used our language you know, I, I want to imagine that if Jesus lived during our time, he will have a Facebook account. But that during his time, he, he, the Bible says he came and dwelt among us. He joined the community. He walked with people, experienced what normal human beings experience, pain, betrayal, joy, sadness, victory. And the reason for that, the reason God clothed himself with humanity. He's 100% God, but he's also 100% man. He experienced to be hungry and tired and all of these things. And the reason for that is because God wants to give us a picture, an example of how a spirit-filled life looks like. If we're going to be filled by the Holy Spirit, if we're going to rely and be guided on the Holy Spirit, 
How does it look like? Ang hirap, di ba? If you are just going to read, I, it's hard. You know, many of you know I used to be part of a dance group. You want sample? Pa play ng music on it. I used to be part of a dance group and uh, we used to follow maneuvers, some of them part of our church. High school pa lang ako, ginagaya na namin sila, no? And during our time, there's no YouTube, there's no internet, there's no, nothing that we, what we have today. What we have during our time is Betamax. Okay? Ilan sa inyo, alam niyo tong Betamax. That's what we have. What we'll do is we are going to watch, uh, for example, a TV show where they will guess and have a, a, a dance number and we'll record it using this. And what we're going to do is we're going to watch it again and again, copy the moves, and that's how we learn to dance. So, papanoorin lang namin sila. So, ginagaya-gaya lang namin sila, then we will be able to complete it. And so, when we go to a party, because we're so in demand during that time. Mga Miss Gay, Barangay League, mga three-on-three sa kalya. We're so in demand during that time. And we will be able to dance like them. We will be able to copy the formation and the steps. The reason for that is because we're able to watch it. But here's what's amazing and here's what's exciting. Jesus said, whoever believes in me will not only do the work that I'm doing, but you will do greater works. You will do greater things. Reading the story of Jesus when he, he multiplied five loaves and two fish and feed 5,000 people out of that. He was able to call out Peter and Peter was able to walk on water. He was able to disciple 12 men who used to be so, I mean, full of issues and, and flaws and yet they became world changer. And Jesus said, whoever believes in me, you will not only be able to do the things that I'm doing, you will do greater things. God wants you and I to do greater things. God wants you and I to do greater works in this world. Not just go through life, not just be a private individual. God wants you to impact change in this world. God wants you, to, you and I to do big things. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor or young and old. Even if a high school student, that's what I like about our campus ministry. They don't need to wait to become 30 or 40 or millionaire in order to change the world. As high school student, by the power of the Holy Spirit, they can change the world. You and I, God is calling us to do greater things. If Jesus was able to disciple 12 men in three years, you can disciple maybe 12,000 people in your lifetime. You're destined to do greater works. If Jesus was able to feed 5,000 people, maybe God wants you to feed 50,000 people in your lifetime. You know, we, we went to the house of one of our leaders last Wednesday. See, Mr. Willie Chu, when he showed us around sa bahay niya because it was a miraculous provision from God. And the part of his house that I really liked the most uh, was this, this stock room in his garage. Meron po siya isang bodega, tapos sabi niya, pinupuno niya ng but they're believing God is a family for stuff, different things, clothes and food and sometimes wheelchair. 
they're just believing for things so that when an opportunity comes or where there is a need that will arise, they have something to give. Wow. Greater things, greater faith, greater works. How many of you here, you want to do greater things? You want to be used by God to do greater works? I like that. Lord, give me that kind of faith. He said, if you're a giver, you will not run out of things to give. I want that kind of faith. I want that kind of spirit that will enable me to do great things, that will enable me to rise above my situation. Hindi yung, ay may problema ako ngayon eh. Taghirap kami ngayon. Gusto ko sana magpagamit kay Lord. Hindi lang kaya. God doesn't want us to be held hostage by our situation. With the Spirit of God, we can rise above our situation. And we can do greater things. Are you here? Thank you. Now, when Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit, he, he, He described the Holy Spirit in this verse using the word another helper and the Spirit of truth. And First one, another helper. <clears throat> another in the Greek word means the same kind. And one thing we need to know about the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit has emotion. There is a verse in the Bible that says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Kinoconvict ka, na-experience nyo ba yun? Yung may gagawin kang mali, tapos gumaganon yung heart mo. Wala kang peace. How many of you experienced that? Yung alam mo lang pag pinipilit mo yung isang bagay. Alam mo pag hindi si Lord to. You don't have peace. You're being convicted. Every time you resist that conviction, we are grieving the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has emotion. There's a verse in the Bible in Acts when the disciples were fasting and the Bible says, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, set apart for me, Paul and Barnabas. The Holy Spirit has a will, intelligence, because the Holy Spirit is a person. He is not a force sent by God so that we can have supernatural power so we can do supernatural things. He is a person. In the book of Genesis, in, creation, in the book of cre- uh, the beginning, the creation, the Bible says the earth was without form and there was darkness and the, whole, the Spirit was hovering upon the face of the water. Even in Genesis 1, the Holy Spirit was there already. Working and bringing into completion what God, God's will is. Now, another means of the same kind. That's why there's a verse in the Bible that says, Jesus was talking to his disciples because the disciples were so sad. But We want you to be with us. We've waited for you. Now you're telling us you're going back to the Father. And Jesus said, it is for your advantage that I'm going away. You know why? Because when Jesus was here, he's confined in, in one place. Because of embracing that humanity, pag nasa Green Hill si Jesus, he can't be in Tagig. He can't be in Mandaluyong because he, he confined himself to that. But he said, but if I go away, it is to your advantage because I will send another helper. The same kind as if I never left. So if you have the Holy Spirit, it's as if you have Jesus with you. Wow. I used to imagine the feeling, how it's like if Jesus is your victory group leader. Imagine you, Bayon. 
Sarap siguro na kung part ka nung 12, no? Hindi ka siguro malilate. Nagpatawag si Jesus ng meeting, siguro nasa meeting ka. Or siguro talagang you will make sure, Jesus okay ako. Can you imagine if Jesus is your victory group leader? If you are with, if you're together, feeling mo siguro hindi na ako down. He's the best encourager. He's the best leader. Maybe I'll be the best leader that I can be. Maybe we never had that opportunity or chance. We're not born during that time yet. We never had a chance. But guess what? The Bible says if you have the Holy Spirit, it's like having Jesus with you every day. Just think about that. When you go to your house, to your work, when you're driving, wherever you go, you have the, the Spirit of God. Another kind, the same kind. And helper in the Greek, uh, another word for that is helper. Helper is an advocate. It's like having your own lawyer. Do we have lawyer in the room? Lawyers? Di ba pag may, pag may ka, wala pa po ang kaso, ano? Napapanood ko lang sa mga TV shows. But if you, if you have a case and somebody's accusing you, you need a lawyer. Pag wala kang lawyer, kawawa ka, you don't know the law, you don't know how to defend yourself, but if you have a lawyer, somebody can defend you. It's interesting because when Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit, He used the word helper, which, is also, which also means advocate, meaning you have a lawyer to defend you. You know why? Because in Revelation, it says, Satan is the accuser of the brothers, who accuses us day and night. And one of the reasons I believe why some, why some Christians cannot cannot be fully released and allow the Holy Spirit to work in their life is because they are, they are in condemnation or in shame. Daming binabatong accusation, daming lies. Remember what you did? Remember who you are? Daming, so we are so bombarded and so no, as much as we want to respond to God, we can't. But if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit reminds you of who you are. He reminds you of God's word. The Bible says, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You make a mistake, you go to God, ask for forgiveness, and the Bible says He's willing to forgive you and cleanse you. That's why we can stand, we can be bold, we can be confident. We're not hiding anything because we have God as our Lord. Not only that, but the word comforter. And the idea of comforter is not just somebody who makes you feel good when you're down, but the idea of somebody helping you find courage and strength so you can continue when you're down. How many of you here, you need strength every single day? I mean, we need strength. There's just so many things we go through and face in life every single day. That's why one of the things I do when I'm making disciple is that before we part ways, I'm just asking God, Lord, what is one positive thing or good thing that I can speak into this person's life? Everyone needs encouragement. Everyone needs to know that God is doing a great work in my life in spite of all the things that, that I see right now, the failures and the shortcomings and the weaknesses and the imperfections. 
And the good thing about the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is our helper. That's why we can continue, we can fight, we can follow Jesus. I like to think of the helper uh, of the Holy Spirit as a gym trainer. Okay? I used to go to the gym. Use na lang eh. I still go from time to time to read newspaper and drink coffee. But when I was still going to the gym, tapos nag-hire ako ng trainer, alam mo, what I like about having a trainer, kasi pag ikaw lang, ang hirap kaya mag-gym. Ang hirap ng mga exercise, tapos you're so limited with your strength. You, can't, you can only carry as much. But if you have a trainer, the good thing about a trainer, meron kang spotter. Sasabihin niya, boss, kaya mo yan. Hindi ko nga kaya, kaya mo yan. Tapos tatulungan ka niya, di ba? Para, Sige, sa'yo muna, sa'yo, kaya mo, kaya mo. Hindi ko na kaya. Pero tinutulungan ka niya, binibigyan ka niya ng help. And before you know it, you can actually do the exercise. You can carry heavier weights. You can stay longer. You can carry heavier because there's somebody helping you. Pag wala yung helper, balik ka sa dati. Mga ganun kaliliit. Ang hirap nito. The, help, the Holy Spirit is like our helper. May mga bagay na pinapagwasi. Hindi madali maging godly husband. Tama ba? All the husbands say, Amen. Yung mga wife niyo nagsabi, Amen. It's not easy to live a pure and holy life. It's not easy to be generous. It's not easy to be humble. It's not easy to, to, to be consistent with the things that God has called you to do. It's not easy to make disciples. What will enable us to do all these things? The power of the Holy Spirit in our life. That's why we need to learn to rely on the Holy Spirit. Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, empower me. Kung ako lang, I don't know if somebody, if people, if there are people who will believe me, but you said, I will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on me and I will be an effective witness. I stand on that promise. So I will go, I will open my mouth, and I will rely on you. Amazing what God can do when you believe. Amazing what God can produce the moment we believe. Whoever believes in me will do greater things. Because I will ask the Father and He will give you another helper. And not only that, the Spirit of truth. Wait, wait, Romans chapter 8, verse 11. I can't miss this verse. The Bible says, If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. The same power that sustained Jesus during his time on earth, and the same power that raised him from the dead, the Bible says is the same power that is available for us today. Wow, can you imagine? The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power resting inside of you. Are you accessing that power? Are we experiencing the reality of the Holy Spirit? Are we learning to, to be led and be empowered by the Holy Spirit? And... Second, the last is spirit of truth. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love Him. 
you have no idea, I have no idea, the great, the great things that God has in store for us. I go back to this verse, pag sobrang discouraged ako, Lord, is there something to look forward to? Is there still something that I can, I can expect from you when everything seems to be like falling apart and seem like this is the end of the road for me? The Bible says, no eye has seen. No ear has heard. And no mind is able to conceive what God has in store for you. You have a great destiny in God. You have a great future waiting for you and for me. And that's the truth of God's word. We need to remind ourselves. We need to declare that every day. Lord, no eye has seen what you're going to do in my life and through my life. No ear has heard what you're going to do in me and through me. No eye has seen. But sometimes we fail to understand or see that. But here's what the Holy Spirit does. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. You know what the Holy Spirit does? The Holy Spirit helps us know who God is and understand His Word. Without the Holy Spirit, we will never understand the Word of God. How many of you tried reading the Bible before when you're not yet a Christian? Tas wala kang naintindihan. I tried before. Walang, I mean, walang kwenta during that time, no? Sobrang boring. I never touched, I never want to open it. But when I became a Christian, something happened. When I received the Holy Spirit, every time I read the Bible, it convicts me, it inspires me, it encourages me, it gives me revelation. I mean, I've been reading the Bible for almost 20 years, but I will read the same verse, and it's amazing how revelation can come out of it. We cannot exhaust God. God can speak to us. As we grow, the Word of God grows as well. We understand more. We see more. The Holy Spirit helps us know the truth. And the truth set us free. That's how we grow. grow Because there are so many lies we believe. And we're living the way the world is expecting us to live. To, to live. We're patterning our life to the world rather than to the Word of God. So the Spirit shows us, enlightens us, breaks the lies of the enemy, and we're set free. And we begin to experience the reality of God in a greater way. Spirit of truth. You know, if without the Spirit, when we read the Bible, it's like reading Chinese characters. Wala ka maintindihan, not unless Chinese characters. It's like reading Arabic or it's like reading German words. There's no way. Ano to? But pag ikaw nagbasa, parang gabing ganda ng word ni Lord sa akin today. Ikaw, kamusta ka? Okay naman. There's no word. There's no... But you know what this Holy Spirit does? There's an app today. I, I'm sure many of you know this. There's an app that can translate a different language instantly to English. You just use this, download the app, tapos tatapat mo lang yung screen ng phone mo. Whether that's Chinese or Arabic, it will translate to you in English. Wherever you go in the world, now you can read. Because of this app, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. It helps us see. It helps us understand the works of God, the things of God, the plans of God. 
and what God is doing in us. That's why we can do greater things. Kaya iba ka na ngayon. Dati nung di ka Christiano, puro complaints. Pero ngayong Christian ka na, may purpose si Lord. Nox. Iba ka na. How can you say that? Because now I can see. Now I can hear. Now I can understand. That's the Spirit of God. How I many of you are grateful for the Spirit of God? If you're not a Christian and you're asking, how do I get that? There's a verse in the Bible that says, you, fathers, even though you are evil. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your seatmate. Though you, you are evil, you know how to give good gifts to your children. Ikaw nga, hindi ka nga perfect. Madami ka ngang flaws sa buhay, pero alam mo pa paano magbigay ng gift. Sabi niya, how much more me? Good Father, if you ask for the Holy Spirit, I'm going to give you. If you ask for the Holy Spirit, He will give you. Receive it by faith. And rely on the Holy Spirit every single day. You know, the good thing about the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to end, is that the activity of the Holy Spirit starts not only when we, are, when we become Christian or born again. Even when we are still far away from God, the Holy Spirit is already working. You know, sin shut down our spiritual faculties, our ability to respond to God. That explains why when you're not yet a Christian, the things of God doesn't appeal to you. There's no desire in you. And then you, fa- you found yourself being convicted and having the desire to know God and surrender to Him and then you got born again. That word born again, I used to think, was a, a, a name for religion. And then I realized it's in the Bible and it's Jesus who used that word and it's not to describe a religion, it's to describe an experience that needs to happen in order for us to come alive. We need to be born again. And now that we are reborn, we can respond to Him. But the Holy Spirit starts that process. It never started with you or me, it started with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says when the Spirit of God comes, He will convict the world. Convict you of your sin. No matter how far away you are from God, you still feel the conviction. That's why we say it's not an accident that you're in church. If you're here today for the first time, in-invite ka, nag-promise sa'yo, papa-dinner kita, mag-church ka lang. Sumama ka naman. And you might think it's, a, it's an accident. No? The Holy Spirit is drawing you near to Jesus. Is at work in your life. And my prayer is that today will be the start of you recognizing that and making a decision in your heart, God, I surrender to you. The Holy Spirit works in our life to bring us back to Him. Last verse in verse 17. It says, The world cannot receive because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know Him. If you are walking with God, I hope you know Him. I hope you are, you, you are walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. I hope you're being led by the Spirit. I hope you're learning to train your ears to listen to the voice, not, literal, not audible voice, but when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, 
One pastor said, pay attention to the tension. When there's tension in your heart, when you train your heart to be sensitive to the Spirit of God, you're learning to walk by the Spirit. You're learning to rely on the Holy Spirit. When you create, when you discern situation, when you make decision, I hope we're learning more and more how to be led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know Him. The, Paul said, the world, I understand, they will not receive because they don't see, but you know Him. You know the Holy Spirit. I hope we will all grow in our relationship with the Holy Spirit. But if you are here today and you are in, this is your first time in church and say, how can I believe something I don't see? But just because something is invincible doesn't mean it's not real. We're so used to using our device, the Wi-Fi signal, to surf the internet and to send pictures and, and watch videos. It's so normal for us today, but that's unheard of during our time. Meron kami nun pager lang. No YouTube, no internet, no email, no Instagram. This is unheard of during our time. But now it's so nor normal. One of the guys in our victory group, one of his business is making your house a smart home where he will connect the control of your aircon and the lock of your doors and your music and everything around your house. He will connect it to your phone so that wherever you are, whether you're in Tagaytay, you can control your house in New Manila. You can lock the doors, you can open the aircon, you can open the TV. We're so used to that, that same that signal we don't see makes everything work. The Holy Spirit is more real than that Wi-Fi signal. The Holy Spirit is actively moving in and through our lives. He wants to change us and He wants to use us. Amen? How many of you here, your prayer is to experience the reality of the Holy Spirit in a greater way? We want the Holy Spirit in our lives. And... I want to encourage you for us to make room for the Holy Spirit today. When we say make room, we say we just want to give the Holy Spirit the opportunity to speak and to work in us, to yield, to surrender. I don't know what from the things I preach, God is speaking to you today. I don't know what area of your life God is speaking to you, revealing things to you. One thing I know, God is always at work in our lives. God is always doing something. God is always changing something. Holy Spirit, we, we welcome you. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the truth that set us free. Thank you, Lord, for helping us understand the supernatural Thank you for creating in us that desire, that longing, Lord God, to, to know you better, to do greater things. Thank you for reminding us of who you are and reminding us of who we are today. Lord, we want what you want for us. So we welcome you. Have your way. Have your way. 
Lord, in the Bible, the Holy Spirit is represented by fire. Lord, I pray. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will come like a fire. That if there's any impurities and if there's any sin, if there's anything in our heart that is not pleasing to you, I pray, Holy Spirit, you will give us that burning desire to get right with you. I pray that you will burn the impurities and produce in us a heart that, is, that, that burns for you. Lord, the Holy Spirit is also represented with, the, with wind in the scripture. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you will come like a wind that will refresh us today. I pray for those who are tired, to those who are weary, to those who are confused, to those who are at the crossroad. Holy Spirit, I pray you will come like a fresh wind. I pray that you will bring fresh faith. Just bring vision to us. Revive us. Bring us back to life. I pray that you will awaken us, Lord, and give us that desire, that sense of greatness, of doing great things, Lord, because that's, that's part of your plan and destiny for us. So, Lord, have your way, Lord. Speak to us today. Stir up our hearts, Lord. We welcome you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. Can we all stand right now? Can we just stand and we'll ask the music team to lead us and that we're making a declaration today. We'll make room. Amen? We'll make room for the Holy Spirit. We'll ask for the Holy Spirit to open our eyes. Holy Spirit, have your way. Open our eyes. Open our hearts. We want more of you, God. We want more of you. You said if we ask you for the Holy Spirit, you will give it to us. That's the cry of our hearts today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.